right, guys. Well, uh, we're here. We're doing this a little different today because uh, I'm sure everybody's watched the news and saw the uh, chaos that's transpiring in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. So uh, there is a curfew in effect right now. So what we're doing, because we're not going to release a regularly scheduled episode because we don't want anybody out when they're not supposed to be, uh, we're going to do we're going to have a little little fun here with. Um, some, uh, side characters, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to introduce everybody. I've, I've kind of envisioned us as the USSR ripoff version of the X-Men. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, I'm calling it the Hammer and Sickle Men, okay? So I will be Professor Hammer and Sickle. Now, I can walk fine, but I do have a broken AK as a leg. Um, now, <laughs> let me introduce... I had to actually look this up. Um, you're not Cyclops, Phil. You are Polythemus, uh, okay? You you are bl a blind Russian man who cannot shoot lasers out of his head, but you are, in fact, blind and the best neurosurgeon of the USSR. So welcome, Phil, from Subliminal Deception. How are you? <laughs> Doing great, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I imagine I have a drinking problem also. <laughs> I... Or, it, Okay, let's be real here for a minute. Are drinking problems a real thing in the USSR? No, probably just drinking opportunity. <laughs> I think you have a drinking problem if you refuse vodka. That's true. <laughs> All right, now, from Creeper Real Fame, we have, uh, I don't know, whatever the Russian version of Jean Grey is. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I like how you put a whole backstory to Phil, and you're like, hey, and you. Well, I was thinking <laughs> you can be... Uh, Anastasia Gray, <laughs> okay. the uh, mystic vodka drinking fortune teller okay. who throws Molotov cocktails because you don't actually have superpowers. Oh, okay. So you got to create fire on your own. I don't even know if Molotov cocktails are actually like a Russian thing or not. Okay. So what's the difference from my everyday life? <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> well, so you throw tequila uh, and they throw vodka. Mm, Big mm -hmm, difference mm -hmm. here. And I, I don't know if uh, Mr. Gorbachev would appreciate that. The tequila yes. portion of events. I wonder if Mr. Gorbachev ever actually consumed tequila. <clears throat> Probably I think it's legal. Vodka. Yeah, it could. Actually, that Bloody Good Horror podcast I was listening to, they did like a throwback episode. And then one guy was like, uh, I just, we're recording after last night I came home from a Russian wedding, right? And he's like, every single table has a bottle of vodka on it, and you are required, every time there's a toast, you have to take a shot of said vodka. So he said he was so fucked up by the end of it <laughs> that he barely remembers what happened. So I guess that's a Russian wedding. When I was in, um, when I was in Russia... There, uh, they gave us like uh, water. They gave you like some drink, like a coke or something, and they gave you a little shot of vodka. I was like f maybe fifteen <laughs> at the time, and so I was you like, were uh, overage. <laughs> you were middle aged. <laughs> I was middle aged in Russia, <laughs> and I was like, um, and my dad took the took the drink, but yeah, they they love their uh, their their vodka. I I don't I I mean maybe this is an American thing, but like. Obviously, Phil, you and I know as young men, vodka was the cheapest thing to drink. So when you couldn't purchase alcohol, you get vodka. And after getting sick on vodka so many times, the smell of vodka makes me sick. Yep. To this day, I can't drink vodka like a shot See? of vodka. Oh, wow. That's me and whiskey. Oof. Oh, that's you and whiskey. Oof, I had okay. um, my friend Brandy and I went into her parents' cupboard ah. and got their uh, Jack Daniels. Okay. Red Solo cup full of Jack Daniels, <laughs> and she was like, she downed it, and I was like, well, I can't be outdone by, I can't be outdone by her, so down the hatch it went. That was the sickest I've ever been. Did you do the secret technique of refilling the bottle with water? <laughs> you mean the dark liquor <laughs> yeah. with water? No, we didn't do that. I think that only works with vodka. <laughs> no, I think it works with water. You can put water in there, like, kind of disorients the color but it's still mm. to the naked eye it appears like it's full uh, no we didn't do that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just put a little uh put a little iced tea in it make it a little sweeter <laughs> all right um is everybody happy with our x-men characters or would you prefer to change yours phil no yeah i'm fine i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the laser team. Sounds like a winner. here's the thing though would you 
how desperate would you have to be to have neurological surgery performed by a blind man? <laughs> uh geez, I don't know. In Russia, it's probably just the best you can get. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Well, anyway, so uh, since this is a little off the beat episode, I don't know. What can we call it? Subliminal creeping butts? I don't know. Whatever you <laughs> want to call it. It doesn't matter. What, a subliminal creepy butt. I kind of like that, actually. It's like you're kind of moo- mooning somebody and they don't really realize it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so it's just something that I, maybe we've all heard of that I kind of thought it would be a fun thing to talk about now. Um, what I want to do is you guys are going to kind of give your con, uh, your opinion on said trials. These are animal trials, by the way. These are strictly animals who are being put on trial for crimes against humanity, I guess. At the time, I don't know. Uh, it seems like we've actually, as we're going to see, had animals go on trial as late as I have seen as the 90s. Okay, so it still happens. I don't know why. Uh, animals, I guess, can't really speak for themselves, but uh, it's a thing. Are you guys familiar with animal trials at all? Yes. A, a little bit. I'm not into the uh, true crime as much as you guys are, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this this should be up your alley, Phil. This is like ancient history. Lots of uh, trials for the rats during the plague. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. I know a bit about the plague. So would you would maybe either that'll help? Would either of you be, became more, or would you prefer to become a lawyer if you're defending animals? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> all right. I guess it's hard, like uh, when your client won't really talk to you. It's difficult. Uh, yeah. Makes for a difficult situation for sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I bet Johnny Cochran could have got him off. Probably. <laughs> or well, who's the Casey Anthony guy? Jose Baez. Yeah, he could have got any animal <laughs> off. I promise you that much. All right, we're going to start here in 864, okay? Long time ago, long after Jesus, I guess. Now, the Council of Worms in Germany placed a swarm of bees on trial for stinging a local man to death, okay? Now, the judge proposed that they should suffocate the bees to death because, okay, this makes sense to me, their honey is potentially demonically infested. What say you, Bianca? Oh, guilty as hell. Yeah. <laughs> guilty? Yeah. You've oh, heard of sure. demonic honey? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> All right, Phil, how about you? Have you heard of demonic honey? I don't know about demonic honey, but I would say just any type of bee, just take it out. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan. What do you mean? They're pollinators. They're good for the environment. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I figure, you know, we got the technology. Maybe we could take over from the bees just kind of get rid of them <laughs> uh, we're good thank you bees. i mean how many people who are been allergic to bees like involved with murder suicide from bees because you know after they kill the human they die themselves mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. true i actually on reddit i don't know if i talked about this at all there was like a it was a video of this wasp like going into a beehive or something and it started to attack one of the bees and then all the other bees like surrounded it and covered it up. And apparently they can like heat up, up enough to cook it alive. Yeah. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I didn't know bees had that superpower. <laughs> Maybe it's a Russian <laughs> vodka infused bee or something. I, I don't know. But fuck, man. I wouldn't fuck with them. No, they might be those special. Uh, what are those murder hornets that ah, just came in? Yeah. Maybe murder hornets. You know, with with. With all the craziness that's uh, transpired in 2020, we've I feel like we've forgotten about the murder hornets and we've forgotten about the uh, the almost Iran war thing. Do you remember that? Oh, oh yeah. That oh, yeah. seems like it was about three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I that mean. was this year? Yes. Oh. It was like in January, apparently. People were scared. We're, like the U.S. was going to go to war with that's them and right. stuff. That that's right. That was crazy, right. man. Anyway. All right. Moving on. We're jumping a few years here. To 1314, one of the best years in human history. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. Because you could say, because you could literally say the date is 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, that's why. See? Got it. That's okay. pretty sweet. <laughs> if you ask me. You know, anyway, a in France, a bull 
Haddock escaped its pen and proceeded to move on to a nearby road. Now, f- being that Phil and I are uh, former residents of Iowa, cows escape. Not a big deal. Happens all the time. Um, but a person just so happened to be walking by when he was gored, attacked, and then later died uh, from from the bull. And the bull was given a full trial. <laughs> full trial. Okay, he, he got a chance to defend himself. But the judge eventually found the bill, uh, bull guilty of murder and sentenced the bull to be hanged. Now, a bull is like, I don't, what are our cows like? They're at least a ton, right? Yeah, well, a bull, if it's full size, that thing's, yeah, it's over a ton. <laughs> yeah, like. It's pretty how, fucking heavy. How do you even hang a bull like that? Like, how do you even pull it up? Like, you can't drop it from a gallows. <laughs> It'll bust the old gallows. <laughs> I'm wondering how many of these um, trials actually, like any of the animals went free and were were innocent because. It it seems like about a hundred years from now, they get a little more progressive. Oh, good. So they're more, they, they are a lot kinder to the animals. Okay. There's a very famous story in like the 1300s that I didn't include where basically a, uh, a little boy went into like a pig's pen or something and uh, was murdered by the pigs, and then they put the pigs on trial, and uh, the priest or whatever in the area didn't want to execute the pigs because they needed the pigs to survive, but the whoever was in charge decided, no, we have to kill these demonous pigs, and they killed all the pigs. Oh, so, so that is right in line where, yes. with the fact yes. that it was... They're always going to be guilty. Cause... Except for once we get into the 1400s, they <laughs> oh. become nicer to the animals. Oh, okay. Okay. But they still got killed is, yes. is, the, is the thing. I, I, I suppose you are right <laughs> by that. No. I'm a, okay. I'm a, I was going to say I'm a little surprised that the trial didn't just claim that the bull was like bewitched and then just go find some old lady they didn't like. And try her. Absolutely. Well, okay, 1314 in France, you know damn well the word God was used so many times in trial. Oh, yeah. That's probably every fifth word they would mention <laughs> something about religion. Okay, Phil. Now, do you do you think the bull received a full, uh, 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 <laughs> a fair trial? Or do you think he was innocent and murdered for no reason? Well, I would imagine nowadays they would go after the farmer. They wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't go after a bull, but... Yeah, I mean, he killed the fucker, so yeah. I think he's guilty. <laughs> I guess. The funny thing is, is lot, I mean, not funny, but obviously a lot of these animals were acting like animals and probably didn't deserve to be killed. But in modern times, I feel like if your pet animal attacks somebody, this is what they, they put them down usually, right? Yes. So yeah. I don't know about cows and horses, but uh, but pets and stuff, they obviously do. Um I I can still remember my own grandpa. You remember my grandpa, Phil. Uh, yes. Our fucking cows would escape all the time, and he had his little call or his cow calling sign to like herd them back into their pasture, which they never listened to anyway. But <laughs> uh, it was basically when they were stampeding after they escaped. It was like you better be like hiding in shelter because they'll just fucking stomp over you. They don't give a shit. Yeah, the best thing to do is just to wait till they go, till they settle down, go find some grass and start eating it, then try to corral them. Yeah. Because if they're running, you don't want to be, yeah, anywhere near them. I always wonder, like, the Wild West ranchers, where you have to, like, travel all these cows, like, thousand, or, like a thousand miles or whatever, I don't know how they did it. That seems, like, terrifying. Yeah, I don't know. That would be a pretty shitty job. I mean, they had horses and everything, so... Probably a lot of dudes on a lot of horses just you, is that keeping st- them in line. Is is that still like a, like, can you go to ASU to be like a cattle <laughs> rancher in Arizona still or no? <laughs> they might have classes on how to ranch. They don't really have uh, cowboy like herders anymore who do that. I would assume much. with modern transport, you don't necessarily need to. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> And a lot of the old West, a lot of the West back then, none of it was barbed wired, but it's all barbed wired and fenced in now. So that's a good point. I guess uh, since both of you attended ASU, was there cowboys there? <laughs> like, like people with, I mean, I, I can say here, uh, 
Phil, you can probably vouch too in Iowa or Minnesota. There's people who dress up like cowboys. Not when there I was, was there, but I was there in no. 2011. So there was a lot of hipsters there, like hipsters. a lot, a lot of hipsters, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people on skateboards. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Can you imagine? Not a lot of cowboys. Can you imagine if like the hipster movement, like they watch Urban Cowboy for the first time, and like all of a sudden they all start dressing like Woody Harrelson or something like that? <laughs> That'd be so sweet. And Is they that- all claim that they were the first to do it. <laughs> Have you seen Urban Cowboy, Phil? Is uh, is Woody Harrelson and Keith Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> I might I might have seen it like twenty years ago. Is that the one where they drive into New York City? Oh yeah, and in a in like an old truck. Yeah, and they got to rescue uh, Nacho, their friend yeah. Nacho. I've seen it, but it's been a solid couple decades. Yeah, their uh, Nacho's daughter is working at like a. Uh, clothing factory or something so i it's an interesting movie short anyway let's get back to the animal <laughs> trials here now phil um i think you're going to be with me in agreement with me on this next one uh in 1394 a pig was put on trial trial for having sacrilegiously eaten a consecrated wafer <laughs> this oh, is yeah okay now, Phil, you and I know damn well these consecrated r- wafers are very important, right? Oh, definitely. Once the wizard waves his hand over the wafer, then it becomes uh, <laughs> like God's wafer. That's God's snack. It's not a piggy snack. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, I want to ask your opinion. Like a lot of people have been talking about, like if you step back and you look at uh, Catholicism, and they're basically telling people to eat the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. Were you at the time when we were in school? Were you like, this is like cannibalism-y? I pretty much figured out in about, I think, maybe seven or eight years old that it was all just complete bullshit. So <laughs> I just stopped paying. I just stopped paying attention. It's not like it's not like they were grading religion class either. So were you, honestly, did you, you say seventh give, like, or eighth grade? Effort. Seven or eight years old. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I was going to say, because the second you and I went into public school, we're like, okay, this is much different than <laughs> how we were raised. <laughs> those uh, those Bibles that they gave us when we graduated sixth grade went in the garbage on my way out of school. <laughs> As I was walking out the door, I threw it. It was a big Bible, too, like a nice one. I just tossed it. I was like, yeah, I'm never fucking going to church again i honestly i don't think i ever did do you <laughs> except do, for except for funerals and christmas do you remember their uh departing message when we were going to the public school uh probably not well, <laughs> what they, did they say uh i think it was mrs shots right she told us yeah. basically that there's going to be a lot of evil temptations <laughs> at the public school but we have to be strong and we have to resist them i can still remember that in my mind like like we're literally walking through like a portal to hell or something <laughs> oh my by God. going to the public school. Like that's what she made it sound like. Jesus. Swear to God. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to the uh, satanic piggy here. So uh, as to be expected, the pig was sentenced to death and uh, he was then hanged for eating one of uh, Jesus's crackers or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, Bianca, is this fair? I mean, as a regular person that understands logic and animals no obviously not what the fuck okay i mean you can you can currently buy a a box of these wafers on amazon i think for like 560 or something like that so okay so why am i why am i able to buy those as a wizard put his hands over these crackers and now they're holy crackers (laughs) Well, I don't when you buy them from the bags, I don't think they're actually like sacred yet. Uh-huh. I think that you can get where they get them when the churches get them like wholesale. Mm. They're just regular old disgusting dried out foam, I think is what you call it. <laughs> and then when the wizard puts his hand over it, then it becomes Yeah. Okay. It's something it's something about when a pedophile puts his hands <laughs> over it. it. There's something magical that happens to it. I can't explain it. I I don't I'm not a priest, so I can't. It gives tell you. it it gives it that extra touch that it needed. They're basically yeah. like the Emerald Lagasse <laughs> adding a little kick to his goddamn thing here. 
I don't. Yeah. What, I want to know what those things are made of because they literally don't even taste like food. It's almost like <laughs> it's I, like a foam that dissolves in your mouth. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's so disgusting. I just remember the wine whenever I would see the old people because we went. We had to go to church every Thursday, mm. and I remember some of the old people when they would take a drink of the wine, they'd spit it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I never. Never touched it. Don't say wine. It was Welch's grape juice. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't real wine. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> disgusting. If it was anything, it was coming out of a bag. Definitely. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to probably my favorite animal story of all of them here. Uh, so in 1474 in Switzerland, a rooster was being placed on trial for laying yolkless eggs a rooster was being placed on trial for they ye- kept laying saying, eggs hold on they kept saying That's, a yeah. cock they kept saying a cock so it's probably a hen honestly but i i don't know they kept using the word cock i don't know why but let, whatever this magical chicken is it's a chicken okay doesn't matter its gender okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so the the chicken was being charged for the heinous an unnatural crime of laying an egg. Okay, so the prosecutors believe that because the chicken is laying yolkless eggs, it means that it is, in fact, in league with, with Satan. Satan. Mm, Hell sure. yeah. The belief is that because <laughs> the eggs were yolkless, they would then mix much better with witches' po- uh, magic potions mm. so when you you got a yolkless egg and you mix it with eye of the newt toe of a frog wool of a bat and tongue of the dog perfect potion right there so apparently you can't have a yolk in it okay i have a few yes <laughs> things wrong with this whole story okay what's wrong with it i think phil and i are in agreement that <laughs> a rooster is unable to lay eggs from the get-go the gender of the animal is not what's it is being, important. It's not what's it's being put important. on. Tri- it is, but it's not what's being put on trial here. Okay. The second thing is, <laughs> have you ever baked a cake or made a mousse or anything like that? Made a souffle? You can just take the yolks out. Like, what? Why is that such a big deal? It is- a cake's much different than, than a Satan? satanic potion. <laughs> Are you putting? Eyes of a newt, toe of a frog, will of a bat, or tongue of a dog in your cakes? I don't I, think so. I don't remember what, if it was a Bumblebutt episode, or if it was maybe a documentary I saw. Wasn't uh, in Santeria, don't they use like an egg? Yes. And if they, they put it over, like if they put it over like the a woman who's pregnant, like her belly, they... To see if the baby's evil or something, then they crack the egg open. So in I know some, they I know they use eggs for something. So they do that. They do that like um to essentially collect the evil, yeah. like whatever it is, and then they smash the egg just to release it into not being a part of you anymore. Um, but that's that's all I know about Santh- that's like literally everything that I know about Santeria. That's it. Yeah, I know. I know they they did something where if they crack the egg open and the egg is like the egg yolk is bad, or if there's a dead baby bird in there, mm. dead chicken in there, mm-hmm. like the embryo, then it's like proving their point or something like that. Like, oh yeah, it's evil, even though that happens every once in a while. Right. I I still remember because we did talk about that on uh, our God. What was his name? Costanzo. Can't think of his first name here. The the cult guy. Because he was really big into that. And I remember after we got done, I asked Adam. I was like, hey, would you be down to, like, get us all the cleansing rituals with the eggs? And uh, I don't think he would. He didn't want to do it. Like, have him bless us and, like, get the evil out with the egg. But he <laughs> he, he didn't want any part of that. It probably costs too much. <laughs> you think so? Probably. You just got to go to Mexico City and have it done. I mean, it can't oh, be that bad. Just pop on over there. <laughs> I'm I'm sure tickets to Mexico City right now are about 15 bucks. So. Oh, that's true. See? We should go there for lunch. Let's go get cleansed, baby. Anyway, so now Mr. Chicken here, or Mrs. Chicken was appointed an attorney who made a plea of not guilty, okay? Now, first time here, the chicken was actually found not guilty. Now, Bianca, why do you think he was found not guilty? Because it... Wait, 
Is this a female or a male chicken? It de- the gender doesn't matter. <laughs> the chicken is on trial. Okay, let's say it's a let's say it's a hen. Then I don't care. Do I, I do? I okay. entire. That's a huge sticking point. But does it? Does can you? This is gender. Can you explain, regardless of gender, why he was found guilty or not guilty? Um, it was found not guilty because then it laid an egg with a yolk in it. Okay, Phil, what's your guess? I'm guessing that if the prosecution was so shitty that he misgendered a <laughs> hen as a rooster, then he probably didn't do very well in the rest of the trial. <laughs> so what they determined, this was actually a fair judgment. Now, the chicken, in fact, did lay yolkless eggs, but it was not the chicken's fault because of what witches would do with his eggs. He mm. just laid the eggs. What they decided to do with his eggs was not his fault. So they let they let him go. He's free to go. No charge at all. No death penalty. No nothing. It's still weird that you keep calling this chicken that's laying eggs a he. It's his, strange. Well, it, it, it's it could be a demonic <laughs> chicken. So maybe hell's chickens mm. can lay eggs. You okay. don't know. Okay. You don't. Did know. they have? Did they have any proof that these witches were actually doing this with the eggs? Yeah, anyone, of course they didn't. <laughs> of course they didn't. Come on. It's fucking Switzerland in 1400s. Of course they didn't have it. And they just assumed everything was done by witches. This, I, I mean, on Sub D, we obviously talked about the witch hunting trials uh, in England, right, Philip? Uh, yeah. Do you know what year the German uh, the German ones were? Sixteen. 16- Oh shit! It was uh, it was just before the ones in uh, Scotland. It okay. was yeah, so, it was right around that time though, Reformation. So uh, obviously they were scared of uh, witches around this time period. So yeah, they I, always. I'm guessing it wasn't just during the Reformation though. I'm guessing it went back pretty far. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Like we were saying, they would always just for the witches. They would just pick the people they hated most mm-hmm. in the village, and then they would tell her to pick the people she hates even more. And then they were all fucked. Pretty yeah. Much. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, let's move on here. Now in fifth, or sorry, 1451, uh, there is a pond located in, like I said, I'm not going to be able to pronounce these ancient, uh, European towns, but I think it's Lusani, Switzerland. I think that's how it's said. Anyway, now a man claims that there is just too many goddamn leeches in this pond. So the local bishop collected a handful of these leeches and took them to the local magistrate and demanded that these leeches defend themselves. So they literally took all these leeches and set them there and made them defend themselves about why they were invading this <laughs> pond, okay? <laughs> now, uh... <laughs> What do you so in the end the judge said, Mr. All you leechy boys, you have three days to vacate the premises. That was his judgment. He gave him a three day notice they have to pack up and leave. <laughs> was this a fair judgment, uh Bianca? Um, yeah. They shouldn't be in- encroaching upon the ter- the territory like that. People have literal rights. <laughs> I know. Squatters <laughs> <Well>, rights. <laughs> if only they could uh Realize the healing effects of all these leeches mm-hmm. instead of dying of every known disease known to man back yeah, then. People so. have people have rights, and you know, and yeah. if they're literal, uh, when I say literal, as in like the real estate terminology, literal rights. If people are encroaching upon your territory, you got to get out. Okay, so be, I, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. You being a a real estate agent. Can you evict an animal? <laughs> no. You can't evict animals <laughs> no anymore. Way. Okay. Are you me? Okay. Well, so you so if these leeches were stopping you from selling, let's say the pond pop or pond property, you just have to let them sit there. Well, yeah. You can't put them in little so- handcuffs and take them to jail. <laughs> I mean, leeches don't have little handies. Well, you might be. I I don't know. How would you subdue a leech? I don't even know. know. (laughs) You might drain the pond or some shit like Mm, that. True, true, true. Drain the pond and then just go through with a torch. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Well, okay, Phil, your your value of justice is a little more extreme than ours. I I was 
I was just going to say quick that we better hope that through this like pandemic, the internet holds up because this was the world without like Netflix and shit. Jeez, so. That's true. Not it's having true. anything to do. The best thing you have to do on a fucking Tuesday afternoon is put a bunch of leeches on trial. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, uh, I don't know if you can speak to this, but I still remember when we were younger and you'd swim in like the rivers or lakes or whatever. Like sometimes you'd get out and you'd have a little surprise leech stuck. No, there. you didn't. Yes, oh absolutely. They'd always like get stuck to your toes and stuff. Ooh, mm. I hate that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, say. I was lucky to never have that. I did. Uh, when we used to go swim in lakes, when we would go camping, there was a bunch of times that we'd have like a like a fish like swim into your leg or something like that. But I never pulled yeah. a leech out. Uh-uh. I think I think they live more in like the more disgusting ponds and rivers. Well, as long as you were swimming there, that's great. Hey, I swim where I could swim. It's rural, rural Iowa. You got to swim where you can swim, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't have money for the pool. No. Was... And even that the the old Cresco pool wasn't exactly the uh, nicest pool ever either. No. Lime Springs was much better, but the, we always uh, used to go out there. Dude, I know you haven't been there for a while, but they basically leveled that old pool, and now there's just like a shitload of solar panels there. Kind of huh. weird. Yeah. That's weird. In uh in Emmitsburg, Iowa, when I used to go visit my grandparents, there was a the brand new pool was right next to the lake. And we would see all the kids in town swimming at this pool. Our grandparents would take us there, but they didn't want to pay like the two dollars to get us into the pool. <laughs> so we we had to swim in this disgusting lake that was yeah. like thought basically the water would go up to your like knees is pretty pretty. Well, you gotta remember in, in their day that was basically like that was that was fun. They didn't have like public pools, I'm assuming. So they're just like, okay, you're fine. You head in that. You swim over there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you you guys are farm kids. You got the good immunities. You'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our next one here. Uh, in 1519, in the small village of Salivo in northern Italy, I probably pronounced that wrong, uh, they found one day that their crops were completely tore up and ravaged. They stu- they soon found all of the culprits. They were, in fact, a pack of moles. So the judge demanded these varmints speak for their crimes. <laughs> so they were all brought into the courtroom, and the prosecution and the defense would square off. Now, apparently, they were literally expecting these moles to be able to speak up about their crimes, but obviously... He's a fucking mole, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> now, a bunch of the villagers would come in as witnesses and claim that because these sons of bitches destroyed their crops, it was going to make it hard for them to earn money and then pay the rent. I'm assuming that means renting land or renting their house or whatever. But this this defense attorney, he must embody... Um, I can't think... Uh, Johnny Cochran, (laughs) and he came up with the circle of life defense. Mm. Now, he claimed that the moles were actually good because they ate all of the pesky insects. So the the destroying the crops was just a innocent byproduct. You would rather Mm. have uh, destroyed crops than mosquitoes and bugs everywhere. But the judge in the end ruled that the moles would have 14 days to vacate the premises. (laughs) Otherwise, they would be excommunicated and then executed. So, And then executed. And then executed, yes. Honestly, the whole time you're telling the story, I'm just imagining these little varmints in the middle of a courtroom just like (laughs) like, uh, running around. Like, how did they keep them? I just want to know how they kept them in one place. Probably just put them in a cage, honestly. In a cage, that's true. I just I, uh, I just watched the movie Incredibles two, mm. and they have uh, the Underminer. Oh yeah, and I just that's what I was thinking of the entire time was just the Underminer. <laughs> Wait, did they did they? I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I I'll openly admit I was a really big fan of the original. Did they act because at the very end of the original, the molar pops up? Yeah. So they continue yeah. that story in the second one. Yep. Yeah, really? they fight them. It's wow, good. that's sweet. Um, I was gonna say moles are kind of cute. They're actually super hideous, but no, yes, no, they are. No, They're disgusting. No. They're if, so ugly. If they didn't have backwards arms, <laughs> like that's the problem. They have like backwards arms. They would be if really cute. If they didn't cute. look exactly how they look, they'd be so cute. They got a cute nose and shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, look. 
a little tooth bleaching and like maybe some floss, turn their arms the right way, and they're good to go. <laughs> if it wasn't for almost everything about them, great. <laughs> I think moles are cute. Everybody hit us up, moles. Poor pro moles here, okay? <laughs> All right. In November of 1877, in New York City, there was a man named Cassio Dilio. Um, is that a Norwegian man, Bianca? I was wondering if that was like the <laughs> precursor to, you know, Cassio. Oh, the calculators. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think so. Oh. When you say when it, when you hear what this man's doing, I don't think he created a calculator. Okay. Anyway, now Cassio, um, do you guys remember the old cartoons? Where they had the crank organ with like a little animal on oh, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this was his his career path. He he had the crank organ, and then he had his little monkey named Jimmy who would sit on top of it. He would get tips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now again, guys, is this a course at ASU or no? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. think It so. might be for some of those fucking music kids, the weird <laughs> ones that I've seen. <laughs> but anyway, now Jimmy. He would be dancing and stuff on the little organ thingy, and oftentimes people would be like, "Oh, that's a cute monkey. Let's give him a let's give him a treat." But then a robust woman of the Emerald Island named Mary Shea decided, "I'll give Jimmy a little candy." Now Mary decided, "Oh, you little monkey! Oh, I'm gonna play a little trick and try to pull my candy oh, back you away from dumb you." Dumb bitch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that to a monkey, please. That just let them have their candy. Here's the other thing: what candy can a monkey eat? I don't really think without getting diabetes or something. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It said candy. What can you give a, a monkey? I, I don't know. Maybe like an M M&M? and M. What they candy did they even have at the time? Uh, 1877. I assume they didn't really know much about circus peanuts. Ooh, they oh, could yeah. do those. And then he'd spit it out because it tastes like shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, anyway, Mary Shea tried to rip the candy back. So Jimmy bit her finger. Well, yeah. And then both Cassio and Jimmy were both arrested and were forced to stand trial. Now, the judge in the end ruled. This is his direct quote. Okay. If Mr. Darwin were the prosecutor in this case, he might succeed in convincing me that the statues authorize the holding of criminal monkeys, but I do not think I can legally commit him. So, Cassio and Jimmy were set free. Good. Right there. Uh, Mary Shea, you're not very nice. You should know better than to take candy away from little Jimmy. It's an animal. Yeah, Regardless he's of if it looks you. like a small human, it's still an animal. I think justice was served in yeah. that case. I think justice was served, okay? Yeah. What do you think, Phil? I don't know. For the time, I'm assuming that if you saw a fat chick in 1870s, <laughs> you would just assume she was like the wife of the bank owner or something like that. True. So you figure you just have to arrest them. <laughs> like, oh, shit, we don't want to get fucking audited by the IRS. Hold on, hold on. Let's be real here. If we're talking about 1877, you think the Irish are getting having rights like that? Oh, no, definitely not. No, no not at all. Not. <laughs> it said a, it didn't say no. anything about her weight, Phil. It just said a robust woman <laughs> from the Emerald Island. That, I mean, ro- I don't know, I think know robust what robust is. means. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. a nice way of saying big girl. But. <laughs> Why don't they call Ireland the Emerald Island anymore? I kind of like it. They're, uh, one of their nicknames is the Ire. I know. I don't know if that's. Well, you are you an Irish that? man. Yeah, I'm part Irish. Are, uh, are you a. Um, dastardly man from the Emerald Island, would that be your title? I, I don't quite know. I don't drink as much as I used to, so they might not accept me anymore. I know. I, I was, uh, the other night I was thinking about that Family Guy episode where, like, Ireland has, like, flying cars and advanced technology. He's like, oh man, O'Malley just invented this thing called whiskey. And then all of a sudden, like, it's like 36 <laughs> hours later and it's just completely destroyed. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. When they fly into Ireland's airport, like, there's just whiskey bottles all over the <laughs> yeah. tarmac. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was pretty good. <laughs> <sighs> all right. We only got a few more here and they're really quick ones. Uh, in 1992, in, I think this is Mitwara, 
Tanzia. Okay, I hope I said that right. There is a goat who is arrested for grazing on private property. Now, Bianca, I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. How many days or weeks, months, years do you think Mr. Goat had to serve in prison? Uh, um, That's a great... Uh, Three years. Okay, Phil, what do you think? <laughs> Seven. Seven. Seven what? Years. Okay, well... Technically, Coach don't live seven years, but I was gonna say technically Bianca's closer because it was seven days. Oh, no. <laughs> only seven days. Okay, I was trying to be ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, if this was the 1400s, he probably would have served that long. Oh wait, prison. what year was this? Uh, 19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was okay. So it's not that said, long yeah, ago. Not that long ago at all. If if it was like way back then, I in my mind said it was still way back then. So I figured it was just a harsh sentence. I think it they 19- probably would have killed him. They probably. I I think in 1992, you and I were just entering uh, Catholic school or in our second year. Yeah, second year of Catholic school. I was just... born in 92. Just. Oh so really? You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Phil and I are old bastards. So there you go. All right. One year later, in 1993, in Kenya, a goat was arrested for stealing. $2.25 from a fruit vendor, which I'm assuming is the value of fruit. Um, how long was this goat forced to spend in jail, Phil? Two and a half months. Okay, Bianca. I'm going to go more along the first goat. Um, two weeks. Close. Two days. Jesus Christ. Only two days. Here's the thing. where? How do you keep... I mean, obviously you can put a goat in jail, but like... Does he get three squares a day? Does he? Who he doesn't even pen? notice he's in jail. <laughs> Probably not. He just thinks he's in the barn for. Oh, it must be cold outside. Whatever. Oh, is that hay? Thanks. Well, he's probably he probably doesn't mind it because he's getting three meals a day instead of having to eat fruit from a vendor. That's true. He's so, living better. He might get one of those cool jailhouse tattoos. He's just living it up. Oh, wait. Getting some exercise. Yeah, wouldn't that be sweet if all of these animals came out with, like, just jailhouse tattoos over their whole body? It'd be fucking <laughs> sweet. All right. They now- made him up a little orange jumpsuit, too. <laughs> <laughs> what would be uh, Furs the New Black now? Maybe that'll be a new Netflix show here. <laughs> <laughs> if you bastards from Netflix steal that ID idea, you owe us money. I'm telling you that right now, okay? Knowing Netflix, they probably will greenlight it. <laughs> okay, now I don't know the year of this neck, this final, final uh, uh, bear, here, or final animal, sorry. <laughs> is it a bear? It is a bear. <laughs> uh, so it is uh, Kat- Katya the bear. Now, she is a female brown bear native to uh, Kakistan, and she was forced to stand trial. For two separate incidences where Katya mauled people. Now, Katya um, was found guilty and sentenced to, (laughs) I can't even say this, Archilake Prison. I don't know what it is. It's basically Gotham Prison in uh, Kakistan here. (laughs) Now, how long of a sentence did Katya have to serve for mauling two people, Bianca? Three years. Okay, Phil, what do you think? Seven months. She got 15 years. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Katya had to serve 15 years in prison for minding her own business, and these damn people were bothering oh. her, so she mauled them. But they said eventually, uh, after she served her term, term uh, they let her out, and she just naturally went back with her bare comrades into the wilderness. Good. So uh, she apparently did her time, came out a, a tougher bear, returned to her posse, and she's good to go. <laughs> she got her GED. She's yeah. accountant now. It's all good. <laughs> that would be sweet if Katya had fucking sweet tattoos everywhere. Yeah, no kidding. She had some killer tattoos. I'll say this, though. Nobody is going to try to fight Katya in, in prison. Uh, uh-uh. no. Anybody tries to fight her, she's going to fuck them up. She's mauled that two would, people in prison. I was thinking that'd be amazing if when they let the, the bear out, if the warden went for a Photoshop, like it was a big deal, and that bear just mauled him the fucking death. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> no, no, she didn't maul him. She shanked him and then ran off. <laughs> she pulled a 
a little toothpick knife out and just stabbed and ran off. She's she's evolving. She knows proper techniques now. She's a lot tougher. But yeah, sharpen sharpen toothbrush. (laughs) But yeah, guys, that there is all of the animal trials now. Uh, do you think we should bring back animal trials or do you think we have a good, we're okay now not bringing animals to trial? I think we're good. We're good? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to know. I have, a, yeah, I have a quick question. What about the tiger that ate Carol Baskin's husband? Mm. Would they put that on trial? That also seems like about five years ago. But You know what? I, honestly, there. I'm pretty sure Netflix will make a movie about it. But again, I think nowadays we understand that Carol is the one responsible and not Mr. Tiger. So I don't even, you know, after we watch that whole series, I still have, I still don't know the average life expectancy of a tiger. <laughs> Do any of us know? I have no, I, I'll have no, to Google really. it to be honest. With I, you. I would assume it's a, at least 20 years, maybe longer. So how do you, it's hard to say if that tiger's still alive or not after he uh, ate her husband. I wonder if they look like after about 30 years, what those you were talking about Reddit, the house cats. Oh, yeah. The 30 year old house cats. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for them, but <laughs> they look like they should have like the walkers with the little tennis balls on. front. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. They're just <laughs> like ranged a, out. I want Bianca, see if you can find the world's oldest tiger. OK. See out there. What if he was like 107? The life expectancy of a tiger is 10 to 15 years. Really? Yeah. It's oh. the same as like a house cat. That's insane. You'd think a bigger animal they could live a little longer. I think I bears think... can live to like they're at least thirty, right? Um. So the world's oldest tiger are Sumatran tigers. Um, they live about twelve years and ca- in and in captivity about twenty years. Okay. The oldest tiger in the world that has ever lived was uh, Jalitha. And she was a Sumatran tiger. Uh, did it say, say her age? 25. There's another one that says his name was Flavio. So I don't. Oh, Fabio. Nope. Okay. Flavio. Oh, Flavio. Okay. So it's Fabio's <laughs> less attractive younger brother. Yes. Okay. Weird. I remember so, uh, I had this game called, I like those old tycoon games. I had this game called Zoo Tycoon. And you wouldn't be able to release any animals until they turned 15 back into the, like the nature preserve. So basically, you were letting an animal out like it's almost <laughs> like die. if you were letting a 95 year old man out of prison. <laughs> like, OK, here you go. Don't die here. Wow. <laughs> OK. Inter- that's an interesting uh, feature that they added to that game, I guess. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be like teach you about like wildlife and sending uh, animals back to the preserves or whatever. But. And capitalism, because you had to book, uh, do ticket prices and stuff for all of your rides and stuff, right? Yeah, I, that, I played Roller Coaster Tycoon. It was that kind of game. I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was my favorite first game. That's great. What if they added a feature where you could like uh, feed your spouse to animals? <laughs> like it was the Carol Baskin add-on for those games where you could secretly feed your spouses to the animals. Put sardine oil on them. Yeah. That would be a great. You remember how The Sims? How you would have house guests over, and then you would like make the walls close around them. <laughs> Could you could you imagine if you had like some tourist guy and you just like put the animal encagement around them? <laughs> I just remember back to like the crazy Sims games. Yeah, but. you you created a little death house. It was a little graveyard. In the oh backyard. yeah, yeah. You, you you, well, you couldn't buy a graveyard. You had to make it. <laughs> okay, is that you sound like Jeffrey Dahmer playing this? <laughs> you couldn't buy a graveyard, so I had to make a graveyard. Come on, I mean, this was before DLC packs and stuff. I had to make my own here. But uh, yeah. it, anyway, guys, uh, thanks for joining me. I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy our little whatever you want to call this banter, horse shit, uh, <laughs> subliminal butt creeps. Um, so thank you very much, Bianca, for joining us. Where can they find you? Let's plug your podcast. Do all of that. Oh, um, on Instagram, we're Creep It Real Pod. Okay, that's where, it. <laughs> where can they find said podcast? I said on. Oh, they can find us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, okay. Google, everywhere. Now, uh, the last subject you covered kind of spooky, so let's be careful. 
What, men in black? Men in black, yeah. <laughs> well, you said ladies in black, too. Oh, so yeah. Yep. I You went to bat for the uh, Mr. Chicken here, so I understand you don't want to uh, not list the genders of men and women in black. So thank you, Bianca. <laughs> now, now, Phil, obviously you are my co-host on Subliminal Deception. Uh, we're a weekly, what is it, weekly dose of your conspiracy theory bullshit. Right, Phil? Plug our yep. Instagram. <laughs> So uh, we're on uh, Instagram at Subliminal Deception Podcast. Uh, you know, get a hold of us, subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. Basically, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, listen to our show. Listen to our last okay. episode. Uh, we talked about, if you like UFOs, talk about Shag Harbor up in Nova <laughs> Scotia. Um, and uh, yeah, learn about a really uh, really cool UFO incident. I thought it was cool anyway. Obviously, this is Bumblebutt Podcast. I'm Ben Cody. Hopefully, our regularly scheduled episode should drop sometime this week, depending on the uh, state of Minnesota. But we'll have to play that by ear. But thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you then. All right. Thanks. Bye.